look at the your own interests and hobbies that you're currently in. For me, my daughter was in FFA, which is Future Farmers of America, so the ag industry kind of showing animals. I knew that space. I knew what those people liked. I knew what their interest would be just because I was in it and what I would like. And so I tried to leverage that. So what would somebody like at a stock show? Because that, that's where I make a lot of my money on my business is I sell, make a lot of awards for, for animal awards, for stock shows and stuff like that. My kid went and I knew what she got. And so I'm, what would they like to see? And I knew that market space. So I think if you have it, if your children are in soccer or football or whatever, and you start leveraging to the places where your community is, you already have an outreach and network, you start marketing to them, they know you, they trust you, that's how you can kind of get in and find your lane. All right, guys, we are live. Awesome. So thanks for joining us tonight on uh, Laser Everything and our uh, Laser Source podcast. And we have, of course, the man to your right, uh, my left, Alex. And of course, up, Kyle, guys? The, the constant live streamer himself. And Alicia is our special guest with Pat, Pate Ranch. How you doing, Alicia? I'm doing fabulous. I'm looking forward to this. This is going to be awesome. Good deal. Um, so we've been uh, talking behind the scenes before we got going, and I just want to kind of share everybody's um, uh, share with everyone your coming of origin story. Like, what got you started in the laser engraving business to, to begin with? Absolutely, uh, I started really playing around in the cricket world, like a lot of people do. They they go from either cricket or silhouette, and I guess it would have been 2018, and I really liked that that part of creating something, you know, it's really the design work that, that kind of pulled me in. And I noticed at one of my, uh, the first craft fairs that I ever went to that people were touching it and seeing that it had that, that level, you could see they're checking to see if it was vinyl. And I'm like, mm. you know, they would walk away right after that. And I said, I, I've got to do something different, you know, to get myself to differentiate myself from, you know, one or two booths down. And so I started looking around. It would have been, I guess, 20, 20, late 2019. Uh, I bought a Glowforge. So, you know, they market themselves very well. They've done a bang out job of that. If you go in and look laser, you're going to see Glowforge everywhere. Uh, so they were very, you know, marketing and promoting themselves. And so that's how I jumped into the space. Uh, you know, it wasn't a huge uh, amount of money to get into to the first laser. And that's kind of how I started. Um, I had it for a year and uh, was very successful with it, but I soon found that um, I was limited by its, you know, the requirements that it had, you know, the depth and the Z depth and the size. But I did learn a lot on it. It's got its, it's got its place in this market. You know, it's, it's great for somebody who's a, a hobbyist who's not looking for high, you know, production quality or, or thick things like cups. So it's got its market, and uh, that's really how I, I got into it. I just um, wanted to be able to make things and the laser technology at the time was, was affordable for you to get it in your home as a maker, as a crafter. And it was just easy to kind of, I say easy to get in. It, it was a, you know, I had to do a business plan. My husband was funny. He said, if we're going to spend six grand on a, on a 
laser, what's your business plan? So we tried to lay out the structure of what we were going to do with it, just so it wasn't a, another expensive tool. But that was really my entry into the space was was the Glowforge. Mm. And then I would say shortly after that, a year, I, I was like, well, I need to upgrade because I could see kind of where my my skills were going. And not only that, I wanted to do bigger things. I was limited by the uh, the bed size. So I started looking at more commercial and higher end hobbyist lasers. So that's kind of how it started. And mm. now I'm on my, I guess my sixth laser. <laughs> you can see several of them behind me. I've had yeah. some and sold them and then kind of jumped on the thunder train. So uh, that's kind of the start of it, but. Well, and I see you have two thunders behind you and a fiber and what else you got there? That so fiber is go ahead. Alex. I'm, I'm just super excited for you. That fiber is a thunder laser too. Uh, yeah. Oh, you should just got the brand new Aurora and it's so cool. I can't oh. wait to see what she does with it. Mm. Yeah. That thing is, I've had it uncrated for maybe a week. What Alex, it was just, I yeah, just got it's it. About a week. Yeah. yeah. So I, when I, I went from a Glowforge to a, an Aeon Mira nine, and then I saw that my, holidays were coming and that I was my throughput was limited by one laser because you're sitting there watching the job and you're like if I had two I could mm -hmm. you know be running other jobs so somehow I talked my husband into getting another laser I mean I don't know he's a great man he's really been very um you know receptive into this space so I actually called Aon and, and they didn't have anything in stock they said it's going to be six months to get something so I started looking at other other brands and Thunder was like, we've got one and we can get you it in three weeks. So that's where this, the big 63, I went from the nine. So I had a mirror nine and a, and a 63 in my dining room of all things, very unconventional of a home, but sometimes wow. that's how it works. Right. Yeah. And I really just loved that 63. I mean, it was, um, just a fabulous machine and I, I, you know, just kind of fell in love with the with the uh, the design and the fit and finish of the machine. So I ended up selling the Mira 9 and then replacing it with the, the Thunder 35, which is the same bed size as the Mira 9. And so it just kind of made sense. And actually I used that th the 35 majority of my jobs. Um, my big ones I put on the 63. I tell people, if you're looking for the sweet spot, it's the Thunder 35, just because the bed size is kind of right there in the middle. And then in late, gosh, late last year, I ended up getting my first fiber. And you can see it on this far side. That's a, a Bogong JPT Galvo head 50 watt. And uh, I would be honest with you, I kind of dragged my feet on playing with it until Lightburn came out with the, with the Galvo version, just because the EasyCAD was man, y'all know it's tricky and it just wasn't yeah. an easy jump. And yep. so I kept waiting June, whatever it was, I'm like, okay, one day I'm going to get fire that thing up. And so now that the release came out, I've been using it like crazy. So it's, it's been fun. And then last week I got the thunder Aurora. And so I'm super excited to have that thing. So I've got a powerhouse behind me of equipment and now what I need is just more time. So that's kind of been my journey. I'm kind so of say a we all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I'm a computer science nerd that just loves playing with with tools and um, making things. I'm really a, a woodworker, kind of craftsman like that. That has got over into the the laser space. Well, I got a question for all three of you guys. Actually, um, if you had to start it all over, 
what would be the first piece of equipment you bought if you started everything over again? Now that you know everything that you know, what would you start at first? I'll start mm-hmm. with you, Alex. Uh, I'd probably get a UV laser. Probably Ooh. get a UV. Yeah, there it's the most money up front, uh, but man, they they mark everything. There's literally you every materials on the table from the start. Yes, your workspace is limited, right? You don't get the 63 inch bed of a CO2 and CO2s are very versatile, but with UV, you get every kind of plastic, glass, wood, acrylic, leather, metal, you're marking titanium, you're marking steel, you're marking aluminum, not engraving it, but you can mark everything. And if I was starting like a mom and pop engraving shop and trying to get my foot in into the industry, mm-hmm. the I think the UV offers that, that range of materials where you can literally hit that nobody's going to bring you something and you say, I'm sorry, I can't mark that. You can mark yeah. everything with a UV and that that's what mm-hmm. makes it so powerful. They're new to the channel. They're new to me. Uh, but just with the short time that I've had it, the versatility that it allows for, I think could give you a really competitive edge if you were just getting started with laser marking. Can it mark like T-shirts as well and hats? Like uh, you can mark, do- yeah, you can mark cotton. I, it's gonna burn it, you know. I mean, we're still it's oh. still focused light, right? So it's not mm-hmm. we're not like printing, but um, yes. you know, you, you could. You, I, I'm sure you can. Mm-hmm. The, that's the beauty of the the ultraviolet. Interesting. What about you, Alicia? Maybe like might be like jeans. You could like you know how they do jeans. Have you mm-hmm. seen where they mm-hmm. do jeans like that? You know, I I think if if I had to do it over again, I would have. Um, stair step some of the the smaller lasers that i had and gone to probably just the thunder 51. um if i could only get one um i would i would have jumped to that if i'd have educated myself a little bit more and done a little bit more research on what would be the fit for my business now you need to have some space for that but i think i probably could have just had that one uh only and still had that as opposed to me having multiple and you know trying to fit the lane That'd yeah you could just made it your dining room table Exactly. <laughs> How many people come over at the holidays anyway, right? Once yeah. a year, just throw a, I'll, I joke, just throw a tablecloth over it and everyone can stand and eat. Yeah, no kidding. What about you, Kyle? If you could start over, what would you start with? It's a hard question. <clears throat> um, I've been pretty passionate about my, my blue CO2 behind me, uh, you guys can see. Um, and ever since I got the fiber, um, I've spent a lot of time on the fiber versus the CO2. And then the CO2 going down kind of threw me for a loop. For a little while um i'm noticing there's like a natural progression of i have a co2 and a fiber now so now i really yeah. want a uv um <laughs> so now i'm looking at those and and that's kind of been the way my brain's working um i think alex has a great point about how uv can pretty much mark everything and i think if you're looking at marking everything that would be the way i would go mm-hmm. uh, if i was looking at marking everything when I first started looking at lasers, CO2 was kind of the way to go because I was mostly looking at cutting and engraving on wood and stuff. Mm-hmm. So fiber wasn't really there. And then ever since I got the fiber and started engraving on metal, it's been more what I've been doing, um, mm-hmm. slate and metal. So maybe I would have started I, with the fiber if I could it all, could do it all over again, maybe, or UV. I'm, I mean, the, the CO2 is a great answer, though, because... I second to the UV, the, the CO2, I think has the most range as far as materials go, you know, fiber is very, very specific uses. Uh, and 
when you try to bend the rules and you can and people in the comments always jump up and they're like but you can do wood or what you're like yeah okay you can bend the rules and do wood with a fiber but it's not designed for it and your your marks that you're going to get with that are not going to compete with the marks of somebody who owns something like a co2 so i think that second to the uv i think the the uv has the range uh that makes it really competitive uh as far as that question goes and i i think too they're significantly more user-friendly than a galvo laser galvo lasers is a lot more that you need to monitor with a pulsed laser uh and a lot more you need to learn I, the uv doesn't even have a power setting there's not like i mean at least with the fiber and the co2 you can set your power from zero to 100 the uv doesn't yeah. have that it's just mm -hmm. frequency and pulse width i mean it makes no sense it's like hieroglyphics so um you know it's I stick to my answer, but there's a lot of challenge there. I don't think that I would recommend to most people to start with a UV. That's just what I would have gotten because I'm a sadist, I guess. Um, but this, the CO2 is, is probably the right answer. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, I like the just the, you know, when you have something that moves around a product, you can get a really big surface, you know, and uh, that's what kind of yeah. got us into the whole thing was we saw that mom of the lasers channel and she's making these gorgeous yeah. signs in this giant mirror. And we're like, holy hell. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. and that kind of got us thinking, um, cause my girlfriend's a teacher and at her school, they have a, a, a glow forge in their, like yeah. in their office at the school. Yeah. And so they use that for fundraisers. Um, and that's what kind of got us thinking about it. And then once I started diving in and doing research, you know, I went to the, was it uh, the own tech, jumped up and then you know the yeah. mirrors the thunders yeah. you know it's a natural progression but my first laser is this fiber is the first one i've ever learned i we haven't got the, the mirror yet so for me i think it's better to jump in with the fiber because it's so goddamn hard that well and also the space easy. too you yeah. know it, it doesn't take up a huge volume of space in a shop or a bedroom yeah. or wherever you're going to do i mean you know a lot of people don't have room for something that big you know to start with yeah. I yeah. think you got people I mean, in the comments that agree that agree with you, Alicia. Yeah. Sorry, with the fifty-one. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's 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 a tough question too because when people want to get into laser engraving, like eighty million questions come to mind immediately. What do you want to engrave? You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's I, that's honestly that's the first thing. Like, what do you think you're going to do? And is it yeah. for hobby use? Or are you trying to start a business? You know? And then there's the whole thing about like budget. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I get so many people ask me all the time. They're like, what's the best fiber laser I can yeah. get for five hundred dollars? I'm like, I'm like, dude, you're you're in trouble. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, that's not a, that's not a thing. So um, it's the context matters mm -hmm. so yeah. much there. Uh, and, you know, just because somebody so it's best for someone to start with a diode because they're going to yeah. be laser marking in their bedroom. Uh, on yeah. wooden cell phone cases doesn't mean that that's where you should start or, or vice versa. Just because somebody buys a $50,000, you know, 120 watt fiber laser uh, doesn't mean that you need to start at that giant industrial mm -hmm. level. Uh, there's so much you can do on the lower spectrum of things, too, that a lot of the more expensive machines can't actually do. So, um, you know, I think it's important to kind of asterisk that as well yeah what i when i see that question come up alex on on facebook groups i always like to ask them what are your requirements what do you want to do with it so yeah. what are your budget what do you 
thinking that you're going to do with it. If someone is just say something small like ornaments or, you know, small volume and your budget is maybe three, 4,000, well, it starts putting them in a lane, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you can kind of help them. And I think that's where, you know, our community that, that have these groups and that have the knowledge here can help steer those people in helping them make better decisions is, yeah, there's lots of choices out there and there's lots of options, but really, you know, them revealing, here's what I want to do with it. Here's what I'm thinking now. Uh, this is probably a better option for you at this stage, because like me, I've jumped to different machines, sold them, made money, not necessarily made money on it, but sold it in a place where I felt comfortable that I got my value out of it. And so if you don't know someone's going to really use it, like how many people get into this and they life changes and they decide they're not using it and they sell them. It might be better to try something smaller to see if it's going to stick. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If yep. you buy a Corvette and you put 100,000 miles on it and then you sell it, you put 100,000 miles on it, you know, instead of buying a yeah. Corvette and then driving it five miles and then selling it 20 years later and losing 50,000 on it or whatever, you know, like mm -hmm. there's you got to you got to use it once you get it. Yeah. I think there's a good comment down here in the comments. Uh, he says, also, you have to think about what you want to master. What do you want to be known for? Yeah. You know, excellent. Excellent comment. That's yeah. an excellent comment. And you see a lot of new people getting into that trap. And honestly, I did as well. This is my third year in. And I, I saw that the first year and a half, I was trying everything, like making all kinds of stuff. And it's like, you had all these different supplies. And then I now I'm eventually gravitating to certain things. Like I like to specialize in cedar wood. We have a, we're on a ranch and I have a lot of cedar wood and so we mill it and i like to engrave it and we make a lot of unique cedar things that's my specialty right is mm -hmm. that type of wood given that rustic texas look and then also leather so i don't really need something that is gonna you know cover all the gamut so to his point that's i honed in i found my niche i enjoy doing that because you can't do them all you can't have mm -hmm. too many product lines uh so great comment on that yeah, you know, we talked about that quite a bit uh, the last time that we had you on the show, too. And it's worth repeating for sure. Uh, when when people get lasers, that's like they're going into college. And when you start at college, you're trying a little bit of everything. Right. And you're trying to yeah. find out what it is that you want to do. So many, so many people in this community never stop that phase. They literally, they yeah. just see something on like Discord or Facebook or whatever, Twitter, and they're like, I need to try that. And then they spend three months and they get decent at it. And then they see the next thing and they move on to that. Yeah. And that's fine in the beginning when you're trying to figure out like, where are you going to go with this? But at the, at the end of that, you have to like pick some things and ma master them because yes. everybody is doing a little bit of everything. Everybody yeah. is mediocre at marking everything. If yeah. you want to stand out in this industry, you have to do something extremely well uh, so that no one can touch you, you know, and that's yeah. your that's your thing. And you yeah. have to like grab a hold of that and 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 keep it. And, it, you know, I, I don't want to like totally rehash it because uh, we did talk about this before. But um, man, like just just pick something and get so good at it yeah. that people can't people can't even get close to you you know uh, that's that's a really big important thing mm -hmm. it is and you know you see that in the leather working space there are some beautiful artists artists in the leather space 
and people are like, how do you do that? And it's like, that's, that's almost years of, of learning, trying, and that didn't work. And, and leather is a unique thing, right? Cause each, each piece might look different whenever you seal it or you finish it off. And, uh, it's not something that you can just go, Oh, I'm going to go try that. And mine's going to look just as good as yours. It is yeah. a craftsmanship and it's something that you have to hone it and practice and, and, and people say, how do you become successful in the laser space? You find your niche and someone yep. says, I know if I want cedar stuff or if I want something like this, I saw it on her page or him, his page. And that's where you go. So good yeah, well, point. That kind of leads into my next question for, especially for you, Alex and you, Alicia, uh, you guys are both going to two different trajectories now in, in a way of business when it comes to business. Yeah. Right. Um, so for, for anybody new to like, I haven't even opened my store yet, but yeah. I think the market decides what I'm going to make more than I decide what I'm going to make. So like, how do you guys, any advice for people going out there trying to figure out what is your market and like, how do you choose that, that, um, that first, line if you will a few things you're trying to dabble in what helped you guys kind of narrow that down for yourselves i know you talk about we all just kind of throw spaghetti against the wall but yeah. how do you narrow it down and i think it's all just comes to sales of course but you guys go ahead go ahead go alex ahead. you go first oh well okay. i just i don't yeah i don't feel uh super qualified to to chat about this because i ran a job shop um and i i liked doing it but people were bringing me random stuff there was no like i i didn't ever actually like make a product and sell it like people i had new things coming in every day and, and that's kind of where laser everything came from because i'm constantly being challenged with new materials new shapes uh new requirements you know uh and new expectations and that that was the basis for the channel so i'm, I'm grateful for it but as far as like finding something to sell and market uh and and like narrowing that down from like a wide variety of things that's something that i never got to spend a lot of time doing because i was constantly dealing with the uh you know daily like you wake up every day and there's just something new in front of you that you've never done yeah. before um and uh, again like i i enjoyed that i was passionate about it so you know if i didn't like it i probably would have tried to change gears and and maybe sell something online or customize something online uh, which is what so many people like to do. Uh, but I, I enjoyed the challenge every day. And then I got the opportunity to share what I learned from those continuous challenges. So, um, you know, at least she's going to be way more qualified. Long story short, to, <laughs> to, to, to comment on that specifically. Mm -hmm. I guess for me, and, and I, I tell this to people on, on the Laser Lounge when they're, we're talking business stuff. Look at the your own interest and hobbies that you're currently in. For me, my daughter was in FFA, which is Future Farmers of America. So the ag industry kind of showing animals. I knew that space. I knew what those people liked. I knew what their interest would be just because I was in it and what I would like. And so I tried to leverage that. So what would somebody like at a stock show? Because that, that's where I make a lot of my money on my business is I sell, make a lot of awards for, for animal awards, for stock shows and stuff like that. My kid went and I knew what she got. And so I'm, what would they like to see? And I knew that market space. So I think if you have it, if your children are in soccer or football or whatever, and you start leveraging to the places where your community is, you already have an outreach and network, you start marketing to them. They know you, they trust you. 
that's how you can kind of get in and find your lane. I think when people open it up too broad and say, I'm going to make all these products and I'm going to make tumblers, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. You don't find that uniqueness where you can build relationships with people. This is just my own experience. Mm -hmm. I felt that uh, you can start building relationships with the networks and your like interests because that's what you would buy. Right. Right. So all the Western stuff, the turquoise, some of the leather things. What would I look for in a coaster that is a leather coaster that's going to go with some whiskey or some whiskey stave thing? I, I personalize it, and that's what I market to. So that, that's kind of how I've done. I can't help but think that if Matt Bodiford was here, he would be like just chomping at the bit to talk about how he uses his leverage in the education yeah. Uh, industry mm-hmm. to to make relationships with those people. These are his coworkers and his peers, uh, and and he sees these people and talks to these people every day. And he identified a need that they had, and the relationship was there. Relationships yep. are so important. Um, and you know, this is a, a very local first kind of mm-hmm. uh, you know approach rather than like an online marketing approach. But it works. It's effective. Yep local markets are often overlooked. And, uh, you know, I mean, that was one of the beautiful things about the job shop too, is that, you know, while we weren't filling a need product wise, we were filling a need service wise. And so those people that were bringing stuff to us weren't bringing us glasses from the Dollar Tree, you know, for a eight year old's birthday party, they were bringing us the glasses they used at their wedding. And there's kind of like yeah. some inherent trust there and you build relationships with those people too. So whether you're making a product and fulfilling a need or offering a service and fulfilling a need, those relationships are key in, in either of those situations. Mm-hmm. I'm going to add one more thing and then Kyle, I'll let you jump in because I don't want to steal too much of it. But I will say that my, my external website and my marketing of my products is very weak and, and that I don't even have the bandwidth to take on more if I did have an external web- website right now because I've done what Alex just said. I've marketed and I built my network and I'm getting enough orders coming in that that's really all I can handle right now. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I would love to have a fancy website and get it up going, but I, I would be dying right now just because mm-hmm. of the what's coming in. And, and I think it's okay for most for makers to know you need to be have in your mind, like, I only want to sell 3000 or 5000 this month or 7000 whatever it is. Set your target there and be happy with that. Don't just chase, I need more orders, I need more orders. Because I'm, I put a meme out on the Laser Lounge the other day. It was like, I went from a 9 to 5 job to a 24-7 job. You still need to keep the balance, right? Our family is important to us. We don't want to take on too much. I caught myself doing that in the first two and a half years of this. So knowing where to throttle it down and, and careful how much you do market out there, um, it's a fine balance. So, yeah. yeah. Um, worse off than Alex was for, uh, for being, uh, qualified for answering this. I'm even worse. Um, I didn't actually even make it that far. I went to go start my business and I ended up, uh, working for Alex instead. <laughs> Sorry. You filled the need. Darn. I did. I, you did. I, yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. I changed gears. So um, it was, uh, a need was filled based on a relationship. Yeah, exactly. True. Yeah. That's, that's called a so, circle. Uh, <laughs> instead of, instead of working to fill orders, I work to help the community and, uh, make educational content. That, and, that's important. I mean, <laughs> I, 
I mean, it honestly is, you know, if, when I look at, uh, my husband and I talk about this a lot about the, the streams or the, the fingers or the swim lanes of money that you can make or even just contribution. You may not make products, but if you make digital files, there's a ton of money in digital files. And there's a lot of money in, in teaching and coaching on how to do this, right? So uh, where your success comes from in this space is different for each of us, right? Like I look at it and say, yeah, I may not be making 200000 a year from this, from this side business, but I get more value from helping somebody online or helping them start their business and helping them solve something. And that's just the way I'm wired, right? Mm-hmm. And that, that fills my bucket. So there's many different ways. But um, I tell you, the digital file space is, a, is another place because a lot of people, what I observe, they don't know how to design. And, and that's what really got me into this is the design aspect to be creative and make something. I don't have as much time to put into that. I, I would love to. And that's really one of my target goals uh, probably will be next year is to, to do more files because um, it's it's really neat to sit there and watch. Oh, I get up in the morning and I sold, you know, 16 files last night. And yeah, it may only be $10, but man, that adds up, you know, so yeah. don't underestimate how much you can make from an Etsy shop. Keith here in the comments, eight months on Etsy, one sale, electronic file, 1600 bucks. Yeah. That's called passive income folks. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, if you go and look at, there are some, uh, some really good designers and you go and look at their shop and you can click how long they've been on Etsy and how many sales go look at an average of what their files sell for. So let's say five or $6, you go do the math and you're like, Oh my God, that girl just made 250,000 this year. Or, yeah. you know, since she's been open. And That's the, not the beauty too, cup. you, you make the file one time. Correct. And you're, yeah. it's done. That is done and it makes money forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't, you Correct. don't have to keep making it over and over and over again. If you make your, le- your leather coasters, they can be the most beautiful coasters yeah. in the entire world, but you have to freaking make them every time you sell them. You know, yeah. that digital file, man, you throw it up and uh, not to um, derail the conversation, but I would like to just shamelessly plug that if you are a file maker, uh, we're looking forward to having you on the laser everything marketplace, which is going to be launching very soon. We're, we're finally in like that home stretch. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. Sorry, shameless Nice. Plug. No, that's good. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm just excited that you got that thing ready to go. It's at a perfect time for me personally. Like me and my girlfriend, we're getting ready to start everything. And we're like, where do you go? It's the hard part is finding suppliers too. Yeah. A trusted yeah. vendor, you know? So yeah. you're gonna have pretty much the Amazon of laser products. Yeah, everything is curated like, mm-hmm very very highly curated uh with a fine tooth comb so uh it's not just like a free-for-all our vendors have to apply they go through an approval process uh it's typically people that we have relationships with so um you know it's i'm feeling really good about it but like i said i don't want to derail the conversation but it just came to to mind and uh it's it's relevant because these people need outlets so um you know etsy and etsy's very big (laughs) yeah well, I'm sure you're going to have a big announcement. I think it's ready to, that people can oh, yeah. apply to become a vendor. If that's what they wanted, that their jam is making files, man. That's that's yep. probably going to be the place. That's where I'm going to go. That's, that's going to be one of the places. Yeah. You know, so that's that's I'm just going to be looking forward to that website. And I'm going to have that sucker 
saved as a, as a bookmark. Uh, a totally. Bookmark, <laughs> um, totally. Yeah. So there's some, been some good questions in here um, in the comments. So Regan said, what motivates you to keep going when you are low or feel like quitting or maybe that burned out kind of phase you can get with, with that hustle? That, that grind does wear you down. You're not impervious. So how have you guys, you know, met that challenge? I think for me, and it's it's really timely because I did it this week. Um, I put all of the orders on the back burner and I just stopped and did some creativity design work on making something. Uh, funny enough, I've got seven pallets sitting on my land of whiskey staves. My husband, I, I, he ordered a ton of whiskey staves from Kentucky. And he was like, Hey, babe, I got a great deal on these. They're going to show up. And now I have all of these whiskey staves. So I was like, I got to figure out how to get rid of these whiskey staves. So taking that time to be creative and do something that I normally wouldn't do, like just go field mundane orders that allows me to fill my bucket of hmm. the, the engineer and me to go make something right. And so I sat there and brainstormed for a couple of days and then it hit me. And then I came up with this idea and then I told him about it and we, we went and kind of perfected the process of, of getting it down to it only take, you know, three minutes to make this widget that we can sell. That brings me back to kind of filling my bucket on when it gets mundane and I'm just kind of tired of doing orders. That's where I love about this space is, is to take the tool and your brain in your mind and make something that's what i do i'll just put the orders on the back burner and go spend some me time with the with the stuff really that's so positive and bright i love that uh i'm i'm the complete opposite uh i sit in my dark cave and i stare at the wall and i consider the consequences of what's going to happen if i don't get my ass in gear and, and pull something off because uh, I, I am not going back to a nine to five. Like you will drag me by my heels, <laughs> kicking and screaming. If I ever make a dime for anyone else ever again, uh, it'll be the last thing that I do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. It, you know, it, it works yeah. for me. Uh, it, it really does because um, I've done all of this work and, you know, my wife and I have sacrificed so much to get our business off the ground. And if if you don't figure it out, like that's on you. Yeah. You're, it's it's going to yeah. crumble in your hands and it's gone and that's it. You know, um, so uh, I, I get I get really dark with it. it. It totally motivates me as crazy and weird as that sounds. Um, you know, I just kind of got to get my head in in the right space and be like, you need to pick it up and you just start getting some stuff done because, you know, you're 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 falling behind and like this is riding on you. Uh, and, and the other the other half of that, too, is that every time that I try to take a break and I, I do from time to time, try to take breaks, uh, I just see the people. I, you know how this is, Alicia, I'm sure. And Kyle, even um, the people in the communities who, yeah. who need you, you know what I mean? They yeah. need your help. And if you try to walk away like they're still there and someone hasn't yeah. answered their question or someone hasn't helped yeah. them and they're sitting in their shop having a panic attack because they just bought a six thousand dollar laser yeah. and some simple thing isn't working and it would take five minutes or less of my time to just pop in and just be like yeah. uh, this is it it's super easy you're fixed you're good to go 
and uh, and but I'm taking a break. So, you know, yeah. I, and I just like but that gets into my head, too. So then I, yeah. you know, I, and it's like that could be a video or like this should be a Facebook Correct. post. And um, and uh, and so that stresses me that stresses me out back to working yeah. from the stress that made me want to stop, you know? So it's kind of like a, a, a tug of war on that, but uh, I'm still alive. I haven't had a heart attack yet. So um, I would <laughs> try Alicia's, I would try Alicia's thing before you try mine. <laughs> well, you know, I'm actually, I'm very fortunate in that my husband is very involved. He's more the business side of this and will keep me in check, right? And says, yeah, we need to move money over. We need to do this. And so I get to be more creative and can kind of, I don't take on as much as, you know, like where Alex might be thinking about it just because I've got James doing it for me. And, but you're absolutely right. You need to be, this is a business. Either you're a hobbyist or it's a business. And if it's going to be a business, you need to run it like a business or it's going to fail. Right. And what do they say? Most small businesses fail within five years. I think it is. Two, five, two yeah. years. Two years. Oh, it's two, two years. now. It two years? It's getting worse. Okay. It's getting worse. I thought it was five. Yeah. Yeah. Restaurants so, are two years or less. I think it's like eighty percent of restaurants fail in two years, and other small businesses up to five years for rough. the average for some yeah. other industries. It's two to five. Yeah. I yeah. we really try to run it like a real business, whereas it's, I mean, it's side hustle, but we try to act like it's a real business. We do lookbacks every year at the end of the year, actually at the end of every quarter. Did we meet our target? I look at my numbers probably once a week. Where am I compared to last year? Is that okay? Or should I be pushing? Should I be doing this? What did I do wrong? Did I buy too much stuff? I'm a habitual uh, hoarder of, of blanks, so I got to slow down on that, right? I've got a lot of inventory. Mm. Obviously, yeah. I buy too many tools. <laughs> so <laughs> we look at it as a business and we plan, right? We do our plan, our strategic plan at the beginning of the year, and we try to meet those goals. So. Uh, it's exactly what you need to do if you're going to run it as business. That's what I try to teach the people or not teach, but, uh, you know, show in the laser lounge so that yeah. new people who don't have some of those skills or don't know, I've been fortunate enough to be in the business world. I'm bringing my knowledge from that so that they can use that. And it's like a freebie. And to Alex's point, I remember sometimes I'll go into town. I have a halftime job at Chevron as an engineer. And I'll, I'm off when I'm, you know, I can't log in. And people are like, where did Alicia go? It's the same thing. One day you're not logging into Facebook and people are like, where, you know, what happened? I knew something was going on. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's like sometimes, yep. you know, you got to disconnect just because your day job. But And anyway. I'd just like to throw out too, by the way, since Alicia brought it up, uh, this is why Alicia and I get along so well is because uh, I am very... the. the technical and dense on the YouTube channel for like instruction. And Alicia has this brain that is just so good at thinking about the business of laser marking. Uh, and she brings up stuff that I just don't think about and that we don't cover on the channel. So we're like best friends for that reason, because <laughs> the our, our content interfaces really, really yeah. well together in that way. And even though they're on completely different uh, platforms, I mean, if you guys are listening to this and you you aren't already part of the laser lounge you should join it's down you can see the link down there on the scroller uh facebook.com slash groups slash laser lounge one you were saying laser lounge was taken by a laser hair removal place yeah it's like <laughs> no i don't do hair so removal. No, yeah so um definitely check that out guys even if you're subscribed over here because alicia covers like a whole different world of stuff over there that we just 
barely skim the surface of on laser everything. So right. I and also guys, every out. yeah, every one of her links and the laser everything links are all in the description box. All of them. Yep. Yep. So yeah, it's all if right you there don't mind, guys. I give you a little I want to give the, the background on why I chose that name. Yeah. I really want the laser lounge to be a place that people could come all walks of life, all skill level and learn something. Just like if you went to a coffee bar or, you know, a wine bar or whatever, a whiskey bar, and you just sit down with some people you don't know, or there mm -hmm. may be people you know, and you're, you sit around and you talk and you share information, you laugh, you maybe vent a little bit, or you say, oh, okay, yeah, that's, that stinks. Everybody's done that. That's the vibe I wanted it to have. I didn't want yeah. negative culture. I don't want people like trying to be rude to each other. Just the fun culture that you have and the vibe when you go hang out with your friends at a coffee bar and then you walk mm -hmm. away learning something or, or figuring something out or I'm going to go try that. That's what I'm wanting that community to be. And so I think we're headed in the right direction and uh, happy with the way it's developing. And we have I fun. Mean, your numbers are proof of Crazy. that. They're like, they're like a tangible proof of that. What did you get? You guys have been up for a month now. We've been up for two months and we're like we're at 5,400. So we're, we're, oh. we're averaging about, yeah, we're doing pretty. Kyle, actually, when did we set up the laser everything Facebook page? Uh, yes. Maybe six months ago. Okay. I'm at 2.5. Okay. So there's something there. Like you're obviously you've got it. You've got something going on, you know, mm -hmm. there's, there's two things. And I, and I, I will hound on the power of your network. I leveraged a lot of the people that that I had been good to or had been good to me and said, hey, let's let's build this up. Share. Come bring your stuff. Every time we have on Wednesday, it's Whiskey Wednesdays. It's when you can self-promote in one thread. I reach yep. out to all of my people in the area that I know that have web pages or sell stuff. Come come put your stuff in here. It's that giving. Right. I give more than I take. And so I think that has helped with building that thing up. And then the other thing is I want to share technical. A lot of people just want to share their products. I want yeah. you to learn something. I want yeah. you to learn how to uh, do that technique from beginning to end. And so when we started this, I said, look, I want to surround myself with people who know more than me. And yeah. I think I'm doing that. I brought in uh, yourself, two other people that are experts in certain areas. And it, it gave them kind of a, a space to where they felt comfortable sharing their YouTubes and sharing their content. And they are a higher caliber. And so I want people to come to this place to go, ah, this is a level up Facebook group. That's what yeah, we want to exactly. be. Yeah. Value. Value speaks for itself, no matter what form it is. Yep. Yeah. With everything. Supply and demand. <laughs> it's, it's Surround yourself by people that are better than you and you will become better. Yeah, you don't be the big fish in a small pond. Yeah. There's no room for Correct. growth there. And I think for me, like, I would say that growth comes from from challenges and failures. So you can't be scared to fail. You can't be scared right. to just be wrong. It's okay to be wrong because yeah. just don't repeat the same mistake. That's called yeah. learning. I, yeah, I think, you know, that's where I think that the my day job trickling over to this has helped because as an engineer, you, you get things wrong and then you, you go and perfect it. And so you have to be humble and say, 
my way maybe isn't the best way. Like I've put things out there and someone has said, hey, this way will save you more time and this is better. And I'll go, really? And I'll learn from it and I'll change my way. You need to be that way in this space, right? Because there's nine ways to skin a cat, right? I mean, you can do it many ways. Um, I'm, I get really frustrated too because it's... it's Somebody's like baking, moving bacon cakes back there or something. You're watching it. <laughs> well, he's working on that. I'll, I'll share my, uh, my experience yeah. with uh, what we were talking about. Um, when it comes to, uh, getting frustrated or having a bad day or just feeling run down on, on, uh, you know, tasks and stuff. Um, sometimes it helps to give yourself, a, you know, a little you break, take five, yeah. 10 minutes or like the live stream on Friday where I took like an hour and a half and we just did some destructive testing on slate. That was more for me. That was a good time hanging out with, you know, friends in the community and mm-hmm. it's uh, and got some learning experience out of it while I was at it. So, yeah. Yeah. And then I, I go back on LMA or, you know, the discord group and I answer questions and try to make other people's days better. Well, I will say too, guys, I am my, my, my original podcast was the mindful skeptics because I'm all about mindfulness and mental health, especially yeah. for men. It's stigmatized. You're weak. You're, you're lesser than. You know, all that bullshit labels. It's exactly what it is. I've went to counseling for three years to kind of figure out who I am. I think mental health really matters. So if you're feeling burned out, listen to your body. It's it's going to tell you if not, it's going to show up and it's going to, it's going to morph into something else that's going to be bad for your health. And I was going to say, like, I, one of the the pet peeves that Miranda and I have developed uh, when, when participating in laser communities is that there is a problem with people not knowing things. And I just despise that. Uh, There's this fierce hostility uh, when people are new and don't know the answer to something or don't know where to look for something. And you get the people that are like, God, why don't you just look it up? Or like, you know, how do you not know this? And uh, and that drives me absolutely insane. Nothing boils. Nothing boils my blood. Uh, faster than that. Um, so we try to create those spaces where people can not know and it's okay. You don't have to know everything. You don't have to know anything. You could come in, you could wander in and be like, hey guys, what is yeah. a laser? I don't even know what a laser does. I printed t-shirts for 10 years and I want to yeah. try something new and I don't know anything about it. And our people in our communities, both of our communities, will sit down and take the time to explain it to you. Absolutely. Nobody's nobody's going to say that you're an idiot. Nobody's going to yeah. tell you you should have looked it up or done a search first. Uh, and when on the very rare occasion that they do, uh, those people get removed because we don't want yeah. that kind of energy. You know, um, no. but we're 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 all here to help each other. Everybody was new once. And uh, there's there's nothing wrong with not knowing uh, even where to start looking. A lot of people want to do the research on their own and don't want to bother people and ask questions and they don't know where to start looking. And sometimes it takes three seconds out of your day to just point them in the right direction kindly. Uh, So, you know, I I think that's really important too. You don't have to know everything. And I think a lot of people are afraid to talk. A lot of people are afraid to speak up and participate in these communities because it's a very common occurrence in the laser space that newbies are treated that way and it breaks my heart because i i want people to participate in conversations and ask questions on the discord and uh and and reach out when they need help you know and uh, you know 
thankfully we have the the laser master academy which i think has really evolved into a safe space where people cannot know uh but in some of the public areas even in our own discord and facebook group uh you can definitely still feel there's there's tense air there where where people don't necessarily want to let on or or express that they are confused or frustrated or lost on on a specific topic and uh you know, I just I just can't bear to see that. So, yeah, the philosophy I kind of take take with it is it's kind of like when I was in college. They say if you're if you're helping someone, you're tutoring them, um, you learn by repeat, repeating what you're teaching someone else. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, yep. and mm-hmm. I've I've helped people that are stuck on something and learn something new myself. Right. And then it makes it easier for the next time. Yeah. And to your to your point, Alex, we have no room for that type of attitude in our community. I call them douche canoes. We get rid of them. You're going to be like that. You're gone. Yep. I mean, because it needs to be a safe space. Right. We yeah. should come here yeah. and be able to say, I don't know how to find the center of that board with my laser if it's homing to the left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Help them. There's, you know, so. Yeah. Go ahead, yeah. boys. It, Sorry. It, well, no, to it's, me, I'm, it's totally true. Well, for me, it's, this is like learning a foreign language. Um, all these terms are new. Gantry, Galvo, yeah. you know, UV, fiber, laser. I didn't know what the hell any of this stuff was six months ago. Um, I did a lot of research. Um, I'm a researcher. I want to buy it once. Um, and so that's why I went. And it took us months to find things. But then you go to buy it. Now you're like, okay, now I got to learn stuff. Yeah. And you're just in this learning phase and gathering phase. But if you don't know the, the 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 lingo, it's it's hard to ask the right questions too. So I think that's what's very good about uh, the Laser Masters Academy and the uh, Discords and the Facebook pages. Yeah. You get to you can sit back and just listen first to learn yeah. the lingo, and you, you have time. You don't have to jump in there if you're kind of an introvert like some people are. You can say, okay, you know what the hell is that word mean? You can go look it up real quick and say, ooh, dang, oh, that's what that what? means, and kind of still be in the conversation without feeling exposed or nervous or you know what I mean, like to be embarrassed yeah. for not knowing because some people have a yeah. lot of reservations about that like that's how that's where i am with fiber right now i mean mm-hmm. it's it's still new to me i'm still learning and you know what i've done is is i'm hooked up with may armstrong she's in the same place she's a little bit ahead of me and we just kind of share uh, okay have you tried this yet or tweak this do that on the on the side and we've kind of teamed up as learning at the same space by asking each other and we'll do a lot of youtubing educating ourselves <laughs> And then we may bounce that idea off each other. But even if you, you, someone may look at me and go, oh, she knows everything about lasers. Not in the fiber space. It's a whole new animal for me. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we're kind of the, the opposite over here at Laser Everything, too. We, we are very Galvo focused. And thankfully, yeah. I have Kyle. And Kyle's going to be starting the, uh, you, so you know, we have the laser, uh, the light burn for Galvo crash course we've been working really hard on uh, lately. In August, Kyle's going to be starting the light burn for Gantry Crash Course, and we'll be able to start exploring some of those topics. But a lot of that stuff is new to even me. There's a lot where, you know, I've had my lasers far longer than Kyle, and Kyle understands these Gantry issues far better than I do. I don't think there's anybody who knows everything. Uh, I think that's ridiculous. And, you know, I, I didn't get a chance to agree with you earlier, by the way, but... I really do think that the best way to learn is by teaching people. And I think that's why people have the perception that we know so much 
Uh, yeah. And it's just because we we repeat ourselves so yeah. so so often, you know, and uh, and it, it really burns it into your brain. So uh, yeah. if 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 you really want to master this equipment, join one of these dozen communities or so that Alicia and I have between each other. Uh, and th there's some other good ones out there too. And and help people. Yeah. And, and you will learn. You will learn. You cannot help other people without learning. Uh, you so, learn from other people's know, questions. You learn from their yeah. questions. Yeah. That's a yeah. big yeah. one for me. Yeah. 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 I, I, uh, I just like the idea of a community because so much of this business is online. Um, and that's yeah. when people lose that personal touch. And I think that live streaming, making content like this, having a, an, a, a uh, living, breathing uh, community online is very helpful to, again, with that, that blues, that kind of, uh, you know, recluse type of lifestyle of sitting in front of a computer, next to a laser, just getting to work, and it's very small. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that's, that's helpful for mental health, too, to be part of a community is what yeah. most people are seeking anyway. You know, so. Yeah. I think that's a healthy thing to have is a community keeps you going to even the bad days. You make a mistake, you lose money or whatever it is, time and money, you know, it's, you can always it's, recover. The, it's, it's, you know, what I think of what it is too, is I got to spend uh, two or three days with the thunder crew and, and a bunch of people that, that knew lasers, love lasers. Like we, we are here and we just talked shop and it was so fun just to talk about, Hey, what settings or what are you doing here? Or how did you do that? Or I didn't know that. I didn't know that the system could do that. Um, it's that common interest of people that you wouldn't even think would have the same interest in talking about things that they're doing with them or how they've used it or different techniques. It, it's that relatable factor, right? It's fun to do that. Yeah. So it was okay if I do a couple of rapid fire questions for you guys. I got a couple of uh, fun questions sure. um, set up. Um, okay, what is, I'll start with you, Alex. What is your favorite food? Oh, pizza. Done. New York style, extra cheese. <laughs> Perfect. Alicia. Topping, toppings are for crappy pizza. <laughs> <laughs> my, my favorite uh, in my family, what can attest, is a steak, a big tomahawk steak. I can put down mm. a very good steak, and it has to mm -mm. be grilled with real charcoal on a smoker. None of the gas stuff works. Kyle? I'm a, I'm a round man. Shape is round. I like food. <laughs> That's hard. Uh, my, my recent hook lately, um, chicken and broccoli stromboli. Mm. Huh. Not bad at all. <laughs> um, I'll say, um, sorry, I just clicked on the wrong thing. There we go. Um, oops. What is your top three favorite movies of all time? That's not a rapid fire question. That's a freaking philosophical argument for the ages, man. I, I know what the, I know what number one is. I know what my all time favorite movie is. I can give you okay. that. I, two the the subsequent movies I could debate over. the The greatest film ever made by mankind is The Empire Strikes Back. Uh, that is the best movie of all time. So that's my that's my number one favorite film. Uh, but the the others, I mean, that would take quite a few decades of debate for me to settle on. <laughs> I would say for me, the Star Wars movies are great. My family loves them. We watch them as a group. We even went to Disney World for my daughter's graduation trip just to go to Star Wars land. So that's how deep we are here. So I love watching that. 
And then I like funny stuff. I'm not a huge movie person, but I do like funny stuff. So um, I like to watch Super Bad with my daughter, and then oh. Pitch Perfect was pretty funny. I could mm. I could hang out with Fat Amy. We could be friends. I, I love Pitch Perfect. That's one of my yeah. favorite movies, actually. Really, too. Uh, yeah. yeah. I will. I will. Uh, I will watch a good Pitch Perfect. Yeah. Nice. Kyle. Um, I don't know if I can narrow it down to movies, but um. So the new Star Wars TV series, like Mandalorian, mm-hmm. uh, ah, big so, fan. Yeah. So good. Um, very good. They did a good job with it. Very happy with it. I'm not yeah. even, I'm, I like Star Wars. I'm not even that big of a Star Wars fan. And Mandalorian ended up on my, my top list. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also a sucker for Harry Potter films. Um, oh, okay. Followed by Fantastic Someone, Beast films and Marvel films. But now I'm going to top three. So I got to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> we so we named our puppy Mando after Mandalorian. So oh, that's cool. Nice. Yeah, so that's Good real name. cool. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I'm a big Quentin Tarantino fan, so I just think Pulp uh, Fiction is one of the best movies ever made. I uh, just got how he plays with the script. He throws it. He reorganizes it. Makes you think about it. Yeah. And a movie makes you think, and have you, you have to watch it twice to understand it. I think is a is a challenging thing to do. So yeah. I'm a huge fan of Pulp Fiction. I'm a military okay. guy. I'm a, I'm a veteran, so I think Full Metal Jacket is just awesome. Mm. Um, just for a little bit of comedy and a, a little bit of sadness at the same time, to be honest, but just disgusting. Um, uh, but then, of course, I'm a huge Avatar fan. I, I think Avatar ah. is a significant movie. It's it's my kids' generation of Star Wars. Like For them, it's Star Wars. I'm a Star Wars guy. I grew up with it. But for my kids, they see Avatar. That's their Star Wars, if you will. And mm-hmm. they got a couple more coming out, so we'll see if they can actually back it up. In every group of people that gathers in the world, one of them loves Avatar. Just like <laughs> just just without fail, like always. Like sometimes you'll find a group of people and none of them like Star Wars. Sometimes you'll find a group of people and none of them like Lord of the Rings. There's always one person in every group of people that loves Avatar. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a pretty cool movie. The ride um, was yeah. cool at Disney Disney World. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me think. Where does the other one go? Okay, and one more. Well, two more questions. One: Where is the one place you want to visit on planet Earth you haven't seen yet? Uh, I am a weirdo. Uh, most people want to go to islands uh, and and bake in the sun and play with dolphins or whatever. I would really like to go to Antarctica. And like kick it with the penguins for a little bit and like see mm. some whales and stuff. I, I love cold weather. I love ice. I love blue. I love things that live in the water. So that is like uh, a really fine mixture. I'd love to go on like one of those scientific expeditions as mm. just like a civilian just to hang out for like three weeks or whatever while they put a new sensor pole down and then sail back. I think that would be just a brilliant adventure. Sweet. Yeah. I'm probably uh, someone who would like to go to Spain, drink a little wine, do mm-hmm. some, you know, walking around, some touristy thing. That would probably be my one place that if 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 James said, hey, let's go somewhere overseas, that would probably be it. Nice. Hmm. Nice. What about you, Kyle? Um, I think. I think if I was going to go on vacation, like a vacation vacation away from my home country. I think probably Japan or mm, somewhere nice. in Asia. 
It's a good yeah. answer too. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big culture person. And so I want to go to the, uh, to New Zealand to see the Maori. Oh, uh, that would be perform cool. Perform a haka at a, at a, at a rugby football game, you know, and I, that shit gives me goosebumps, man. Cause those people are like the last remnants relics of a, of a warrior tribe, you know, like, seagoing warrior, warrior tribes. And I think that's a pretty cool thing to hold on to that tradition. Um, and uh, like I said, I just love the, the cultures that, that are surrounded. Like, same thing in Japan. You have a whole culture there. Um, there's just a lot to it. I think that, you know, New yeah. Zealand's a beautiful place. This is where Lord of the Rings was filmed. Um, another cool thing about it. <laughs> I think New Zealand's a gorgeous place. That's my personal one. Sweet. <laughs> Okay, last question is, if you can come back as an animal, what would it be and why? Uh, fox. It's the perfect blend between a cat and a dog. A fox. <laughs> they're sly, they're fast, and they look really pretty. Sounds like me. I've, I've been asked that before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say a, a badger. I'm, I'm a pretty tough, pretty tough chick. I mean, I'm, mm. I am. I can, I feel like I can take on a lot and and ask for help when needed but i'd probably be a badger hardcore yeah um, would you guile maybe an elephant Not wise uh, i'm slow i like to absorb and learn uh and to some degree share my knowledge as best Peaceful. i can um and uh yeah it's like my spirit animal I like it. Yeah, nice. it's nice. I would just say a dolphin because he can go to all the you know dolphins are in all seven seas, and I just think that water is awesome. You can see nice. any part yeah. of the planet, and there's dolphins there for the most part, and they're an intelligent mammal. That's true. Yeah. Even though we yep. butchered them and, and destroyed them, which is a bad thing. Um, but yeah, I think those are those are all fun answers. I think those are fun. Just get to know your people, kind of yeah. questions yeah. that people you don't ever ask. Absolutely. That people they don't pick your brain about lasers. Not about movies yeah. or culture. I I had a question for Alicia that sure. uh, I don't know if I can ask this yet. So you can say no comment if you'd want to. But um, way earlier, I saw a question in chat about somebody asking if you had a YouTube channel or if you just did Facebook. Oh, yeah. And I know that you're planning some video content. Can we talk about that? Absolutely. Yet? Yeah, we okay. sure can. Please, please do talk. Please do talk about it. Obviously, yeah. I already know, but I'd, I'd love for you to share. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. No, thanks for teeing that up. I do have a YouTube channel and the, the plan is twofold. We're going to do two things. I'm sharing videos on how to make stuff from beginning to end. So I want to open the full thing, right? Some people like to show, oh, look at this great, you know, whiskey head I just made. I want to show you how to buy it, how to clean it, how to engrave it, how to prep it and how to market it. That's one aspect that I want to do. And then the other aspect is I'm going to start hitting the road and filming and interviewing people, makers, makers that are successful or going to like the Arctic, uh, you know, facility where they sell tumblers, taking an interview around there and seeing what's in the shop, going to Thunder Laser. They're opening up their new facility, Thunder Laser USA. They're opening up their new facility in October, giving you guys some eyes to see what these places look like. They don't have the opportunity to do that. So yeah. I do have a, a YouTube page and uh, we'll drop the link here. It should be on in here and uh, yep. please come join. And any of the videos that I share in the laser lounge, I put on the YouTube so that we can get that other audience 
in yeah. Facebook. And of course, you know, I um, am spamming the Laser Lounge constantly with our instructional videos. I'd love to see some of that content come over to LE too. Oh, on that's our awesome. Facebook yeah. Page. I would love to see that. I have a couple comments on, on your YouTube channel. One, I adore the fact this is something that you and only you have done, at least as far as I've seen, which is that every channel on YouTube that revolves around laser engraving is here's a cutting board that I made. Here's how to engrave it and a video. And you don't see what's happening over here and you don't see what's happening over here. And your stuff brings those into frame and you can see mm. how like it's just it's all of it. You know, it's not just the engraving part. We're talking about the making and the finishing, too. And that's so important because I just I, I from my own experience trying to learn have gotten immensely frustrated trying to learn how to do this when so many different engraving applications do require prep work and finishing yeah. work. And I, I've, I've actually like very, I, I, I've kind of almost become obsessed with perfecting laser marking to the point where I don't need to finish it because I yeah. can't find anybody to help me with those other parts. Uh, so I think that's really, really key. And oh, the other that. thing, yeah, the other thing is uh, when you go on your super tour, I hope that you give everybody my business cards so that we can have them on the podcast when you're done with Absolutely. them. I, I want, I, I need those uh, those scraps. You can send them over to me because uh, we'd love to have them on too. But that's so cool. I can't wait for you to do that. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Got just great plans. Yeah. You know, what I'm thinking is, you know, uh, like Guy Fieri that goes in, into kitchens, right? Into into different restaurants. That's yeah. what I want to bring to the laser community. You know, you got this great sandwich that everyone comes here for, this Philly steak sandwich. Okay. Well, you've got this great, you know, niche that you do. Show me your, you know, how you do it and yeah. what, what changed you know, the envelope for you. How did you do different? Bring it. Don't make it about me. Bring it about them. Right. That's what I think yeah. the laser community wants to see. Triple so I appreciate D. That I think feedback. that's killer. Yeah. I think that's amazing. I think that's amazing. And uh, you guys should absolutely go subscribe over there right away. Do we have that link in the description? I, I'm not sure if we do. If we don't, we will to, uh, get it down there for you for sure. To which channel? Because I have all her links uh, in there already. Alicia's YouTube. It's the YouTube. I yes, just don't know if you had well. that one queued up. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. Great. So it's already down there for you guys. So uh, definitely don't skip out on that because uh, she's going to be, I know she's going to be doing some just, just amazing stuff over there. Well, a little Especially advice with the, with the fibers coming now. <laughs> yeah. You want to go into your YouTube channel and make a custom link. So it'll have your, your uh, name instead of a bunch of random numbers and, and stuff. Okay. Easier to, I can do that. Customize that. See, <laughs> always in learning mode. You always find out something new from somebody every day. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think we're about going to wrap it up for the interview section here. And uh, Alex, wanted, you want to do a little after hours LMA content, right? Uh, yeah. So I don't think it'll be live because I don't think that I am geared up for that at the moment. Okay. Maybe next time we'll do a live, but uh, we'll probably jump into recording and you guys will see it tonight because I don't ever edit those. They just kind of go up raw. So uh, if you want to continue hanging out with Alicia and uh, me and the guys over here, Definitely go sign up for the Laser Master Academy. It's the number one way to support the channel. All of the information that we provide as Laser Everything goes up on the YouTube channel for free. When you sign up for the LMA, there's no hidden course or thing that's locked behind a paywall for you to uncover. We don't sell anything to you like that. We can produce content for free on YouTube because people support the channel 
via the Laser Master Academy. So um, if you're already an LMA member, thank you so much for supporting the channel, allowing us to continue Me. doing what we do every day. Yep, you are on there. And uh, uh, if you're not, please consider going to check it out. You can find out more about how to do that over at masters.lasereverything.net. And of course, uh, I'm just gonna keep plugging for you, Alicia. Check out our YouTube you. channel. Join the freaking Facebook group. Doesn't cost a dime. You can sign mm -hmm. up, uh, you know, for her Facebook group. It takes two seconds and yeah. and you're in and you're getting value. So there's there's absolutely no reason why you uh, why you shouldn't be in there for that. Um, so that's that's what I got. Make sure you turn on notifications, guys, on your YouTube stuff. Cause, mm, yep. Uh, that, that helps that, the algorithm. It helps everybody else's um, content get out there to more people. If you have the notifications set for your phone. As yep. soon as the video comes up, click on it. You don't have to stick around the whole time if you're busy, but it does help their algorithms to to trigger that thing in the first uh, you know couple minutes. Yeah, um, that's all about helping each other by just 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 viewing our content that we make in these things helps us. Every one of us Absolutely. have a, a channel of some sort yeah. that helps. It, yeah. Like you said, costs you nothing. Yep. Just yep. click on, click on a bell and, and ring up. You know, <laughs> yeah. Um, I've had a great yeah. time tonight. Thank you so much for inviting me. And this is always fun. I love just kind of the, you know, just discussion short like this and how's it going. And I appreciate mm -hmm. the invite. So it's always uh, a great so, time with you It's so great having you on, Alicia. You're such a blast to talk to. I, I just love the cowgirl attitude. We need to get it. We need to get that going on up in here more often. So we'll have you back on really soon. I'm Absolutely. Sure. Would love to. Awesome. Thanks, guys. All right. Well, Alex, you want me to. Yeah, out. We're done, dude. I'm done. <laughs> All right, guys. I can't wait to do it again next time. Um, we're gonna, when's the next live event you got coming up here, Alex? Uh, next live event. Um, there's so I have two scheduled actually. Uh, tomorrow at 9 p.m. we're having an LMA Q and A, uh, which is just me doing technical support live. Uh, so we'll have that going on, and then. Uh, there will be a follow-up to that on the 28th. It's the same exact thing, except at 9 a.m. So it's in the morning for people that miss the night show. Uh, so we got those two going on. I'm sure Kyle's got a Friday live day up his sleeve. I don't know what we're doing for that yet, but we're doing something. So we'll do a Friday live day with Kyle. And then uh, we'll be back for the podcast next week, I'm sure. Uh, so just so that everybody who's listening knows, too. Uh, this new voice over here, he's hes so busy introducing everybody else, uh, but nobody's taking the time to introduce him. This is Boyce. Uh, Boyce is in charge of our social media now, and he's taking the reins on the podcast because, again, he has mindful skeptics. He's got a lot of experience in this uh, area. Amazing job hosting the show, by the way. I feel so much more comfortable being able to just relax and, like, talk to the guests and answer questions than, like, having to host and do that at the same yeah. time. Uh, it's been so great having you here, man. Um, so... You know, everybody, uh, big shout out to Boyce for uh, taking over the, the podcast project and breathing some life back into it because I, I miss doing it and I just haven't had the time. So I'm so glad that you are on board the, uh, the, the Laser Everything team now and we have this opportunity to uh, do the podcast again. It has been really, really great. So thank you so much, Boyce. Yeah. And just so you guys know, the TikTok channel, the Instagram and the Twitter channels are all going to be getting way more active now. So yep. we're making clips of all this stuff and more content of, of, of the um of live streams with the, with the actual making of products and stuff like too so i'll be making lots of clips from all our different um channels for that it's gonna be a yeah i hope to see some project. of that mirror nine on the uh the laser everything social oh. soon guys i get it tomorrow yeah it's coming i charge my anyway. sony camera we're ready to go oh. 
Look at that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, dude, that's that's okay. That's the last thing. I swear I'm yes. done. You can close out the show now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks for joining us. See you guys next week. And uh, make sure you join all the links in the description box. 